missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. I was in uh, Iowa this weekend visiting our friends Fish and Becky and, and Jackie and Keith and uh, went and saw the Mighty Mighty Boston's and the Dropkick Murphys on Friday nights and uh, paid too much money for VIP that wasn't really Aww. VIP. Uh, and whatever, I I didn't expect it to be all that great, but it really there was really no value hmm. uh, to it whatsoever. But um, but yeah, no, the show was good and I uh, had a good time and got to see some friends and uh, we had six people, six dogs and a cat in a two bedroom uh, house. Uh, so it was a little bit Cozy. of a tight squeeze, but we made do and and uh, had some fun down there. Then of course we went to. Uh, we went to a couple of uh, breweries down there that are having an Oktoberfest celebration. It looked like you were fully prepared for the Oktoberfest. Well, they, my wife and the uh, other gals were very concerned about a costume contest. And first and foremost, let's just put this out there. We kicked them. Lederhosen and Dirndl, uh, Dirndls are not costumes. Those are traditional German outfits that you wear at Oktoberfest. It's not a costume. It's not Halloween. We're not dressing up going out getting free candy here all right this is some serious business and then i was very very disappointed uh i had had a few by this um, by this point shaw we walked into lua brewing which is down there okay. in Des Moines, and uh, that was uh one of the places we wanted to check out for their oktoberfest celebration apparently it was their first one uh so maybe they just weren't Aware of what was going on, but they had a hammer schlagen set up in the back. Okay, that's a good start. But it was a really small piece of wood as opposed to those giant, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, usually they're like, what, 24 to 36 inches wide. This thing was more like 16 to 18 inches, so it was very small. Uh, they did have like a banner with the face cutout thing, yeah. so you could like stick your face in there uh-huh. and take some pictures. They had some really good looking brats. We didn't eat there because we were going to eat at this other place. Um, they did have a couple of different beers, Oktoberfest beers on tap. Uh, they had some outdoor tents. They had a stein hoisting competition, which I got in on. But it was very disappointing, Shaw. I walked into the place. It was packed. And I yelled out, E-I-E-I-E-I-O. Of and course. nothing happened. They all nothing. turned and looked at you. Everybody like thought I was calling in a bomb threat. <laughs> Everybody looked at me like, what is with the crazy guy, right? In the later hosen. The news lady was there. She interviewed me for the TV program because I was the big, boisterous, loud personality mm-hmm. guy, right? So I'm good for a quote. And then I walk into the bar. I'm feeling it. I'm excited. I'm in the fest mood. The weather was cooperating. It was supposed to be 90 down there, but it was only about 80, so I was feeling comfortable. I actually fit into my later hosen, which is <laughs> a real big surprise. But I, I dropped a second. E-I-E-I-E-I-O. Nothing. Nothing. Everybody's staring at me like I was an alien. Yeah, where'd that landed. guy come from and what is what language is that right. he's talking? It was so pathetic. I, I was so I upset. thought that was a universal thing. I really did. And I thought being from the Midwest, you know what I mean? Like that these people would get it. Like I thought it. Well, they're I, celebrating Oktoberfest, right? I mean, come on. We uh, So we stayed there for a little while, and, and it was fine. And one guy came over, and he was one of the brewery guys, and he was super cool. And he was asking me about, you know, hey, he's like, you obviously are. Uh, in, and I said, yeah. I'm like, man, I live in lacrosse. I've been there 20 years. It's a huge thing. And I told him about this, that, and the other thing. And, and he was super cool, and I think he was, you know, maybe taking notes for mm-hmm. next year. But it was disappointing uh, that there was no call and response there. So I'm very much looking forward to two weeks from now. Uh, when we get to do that with people who understand what happens when you yell, E-I-E-I-E-I-O. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you can do that and be confident you're going to get a response in not even two weeks here. You don't even get to finish the first Everybody's salivating. It's like Pavlov's dogs. Man, uh-huh. They're just waiting for it. So uh, I had a good time, though, but a little bit disappointed about the, the, the call and response factor there. Fish, Fish was very happy that I stopped doing it. I think he was excited <laughs> that no one was because he's like, oh, geez, Brian's going to get drunk and he's going to do this all freaking day long. And it's going to be super and then embarrassing. Nobody did anything. He was and like, nobody okay. did it. And so all right, I just, stopped. I can deal with I just this. stopped doing it. And he's like, oh, finally, somebody got Brian under control. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Do you think you could do 10 push-ups right now if no. I told you to? Yes. Gene, no? Not 10? Uh, I don't I'm talking I mean, real badly, push-ups. Poorly. Not, not the female version with the knees. I'm poorly, talking about, I mean... In a row. And, and you can't take a break for like two hours. Do five and then another five. Maybe. Poorly, though. I mean, not with good form. 
Apparently, why, why do you ask? Apparently, the majority of us can't. Can't do 10? Which I find distressing, I guess. I'm not obviously in the best physical shape, but I think I could get down and do 10 push-ups at any given time. I, I might need a day to, like, to, to recover. <laughs> I might need an ice bath or maybe, you know, some, some Ben Gay or something like that. But according to a uh, recent survey asking people how many push-ups they could do in a row, 36% of people said less than five. A third of us basically said, yeah, I could maybe do four. I could rip off four and that would be about it. Uh, another 17% of people said 6 to 10, Shaw. So that means the majority of Americans, 53% of us, can't do more than 10 push-ups. Yeesh. <laughs> That's not good. 53% of Americans say they can't get down and give you 10. We're not talking one-finger push-ups here, no, no, right? We're, we're talking, talking military. We're not talking right. military style or the ones where you can jump and clap or any of that crap or on your knuckles or... Or one arms. We're talking just a regular old gym class. You know what is it? The presidential's fitness test. Mm-hmm. Didn't we do a president's fitness test? Yeah, we test? did. You bet. Like that back in the day. Do they still do that? They probably don't. Do I that. don't think so. Uh, on the other end of things, by the way, twelve percent of people claim they can do more than fifty in a row, including six percent of people sixty-five and older. Wow. They break this thing down into a lot of different categories. Uh, you can check it out on the morning sickness page at ninety-five-seven therockcom if you want to find out more. About this recent survey about push-ups, but I think we should do a uh, we oh, should do a no. push. Mm-mm. What? Not happening. Come on, man. We're trying to be on Instagrams and TikToks <laughs> Dude, this and stupid cur- crap. This girl is not gonna do push-ups the three on the of internet us on uh, Wednesday. No, absolutely. Wednesday not. morning, Shaw. Very sick. I'll give on you. Wednesday. I'll give you one day to to warm it up to get the engine going. All right. One nope. day. Absolutely. Wednesday not. morning, we'll see if nope. the three of us can do ten push-ups. Mm-mm. All right. We'll put it on the talk. Mm-mm. Right. I'll uh, contact General Brian in, in my Outlook Figure calendar. Figure out how to do that. Yep. I'll get <laughs> Ask a, some questions. I'll, uh, how do send I take a team, care of that? I'll send a Teams meeting so that I can get an Remember Outlook how calendar to do that? and get on the, the content creation team for TikToks. How about that? Nobody wants to see this girl <laughs> doing any of that. Uh... Speaking of General Brian, you can read about my, uh, it, my, my push-up challenge with General Brian on the Morning Sickness page as well. That was over a decade ago when she kicked me. Yeah, that's you, management around here. They'll kick you it. when you're down trying to do push-ups. That's right. You didn't yeah. deserve that at all. No, I, it came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Imagine if the roles were reversed and I kicked General Bryan when she was trying to do the push-ups in that challenge that she issued. She issued me the challenge. I had nothing to do with it. She just out of nowhere. She's like, you fat slob. You can't even do 10 push-ups. Then she kicked me. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Hold it. Is that what you're having for breakfast? Sure. (laughs) Haven't you heard? Fiber is really good for you. Well, there's fiber, and then there's high fiber. Try this. High fiber. Mmm. Colon blood. (laughs) Sounds delicious. But is it really higher in fiber than my oat bran cereal? Take a guess. How many bowls of your oat bran cereal would it take (laughs) to equal the fiber content of one bowl of colon blood? Colon (laughs) blood. Two. Guess again. Three. A little higher. Four? Keep trying. <laughs> Five. No, you'll have to do better than that. Seven? Guess again. <laughs> Eight? We'll give you one more guess. Nine. Not even Not close. even. It would take over 30,000 bowls. To eat that much bowls, you'd have to eat ten bowls a day every day for oh, eight and a no. half years. Oh, my goodness. Colon Blow, Shaw. Remember Colin Blow skip? from SNL? Yes. Phil Hartman, the late great Phil Hartman. Yes. 30,000 bowls. Well, nobody has time to eat that many bowls uh-uh. of cereal. But if you need to make, Shaw, and you need a bowl of cereal to get the job done and you don't have any Colin Blow in yeah. your cabinets, you're in luck. The Huffington Post put together a list okay. of the uh, number one cereal for going number two. Number one cereal for going number two. Okay. Uh, number one on the list is Barbara's Multi-Grain Puffins. Never seen it. I think it's in the organic aisle. Oh, well, there you go. That says a lot. What is it? (laughs) Barbara's Multi-Grain Puffins. Puffins. Like, isn't that a bird? A puffin? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. It's also a cereal. By the way, there's only one recognizable cereal on here Uh in regards to the ones you see in in the regular aisle. Uh, Bob's Red Mill Organic Oat Bread. Yeah, Bob's, Bob's Mill just, makes a lot of stuff. Bob's just my, out back making yep. 
He makes a lot of stuff, actually. Bathtub gin and and, and organic oat brand. Yep. That's what he's making, yep. Shaw. Yep. Number three on the list is the only one you recognize. Cheerios. Just regular-ass yeah, Cheerios. Cheerios. Yep. Does the job, huh? Moms yep. knew that. That's why they gave them to you when you were little. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel's Sprouted Flourless Flakes. Ugh. You couldn't make this any less appetizing <laughs> right? if you tried. Ezekiel I know. is I know. over there on the farm with Hezekiah. <laughs> Putting up barns during the day yeah. and making flourless yeah. sprouted flakes in the afternoon. Mm, delicious. Fiber One is another one we recognize. That's uh, number five on the list. Fiber One. A lot of people go to that one. That's a, a solid go-to for a number two. Forager Organic Grain-Free O's. Again, too wordy. Uh-huh. Just call it poop cereal. You want to poop? <laughs> eat poop cereal, all right? <laughs> Kellogg's All-Brand Buds. Not <laughs> Buds? Kellogg's Buds? Again, these are the 10 best cereals to, to chow down uh-huh. on if you need to go number two, Shaw, according to yeah. the Huffington Post. Uh-huh. Cranberry Almond Kind Cereal, made by the same people that do those Kind, kind bars. bars. Oh, yeah. I like those. Nature's Path Flax Plus Multi-Grain anything with Flakes. Flax. Anything with flax is going to be good Again, for you. What is with the word salad it's be... here? It takes too long to yep. say it. Nature's Path Flax Plus Multi-Brand <laughs> Flakes. Yeah. Excuse me, we need a price check on Nature's Path Flax Plus Multi-Brand Flakes. Uh-huh. You got to pay me twice as much money to say it again. Last but not least on the list of the 10 cereals to eat if you got to go number two, according to the Huffington Post, a real cereal called Poop Like a Champion. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. No. Google it. It's a real cereal. No, it's not. This is what I'm talking about. Just call it Poop Cereal. Just make it easy. I know exactly what's happening when you sell me Poop Like a Champion cereal. Flax. I'm I don't, you no, some flax. I don't, no, no. Yes. If I'm going to eat a cereal that I want to make me poop, I'm going to eat poop like a champion cereal. It says it all in the title. It's in the title. It's, it's in the name. Need. It's in the name. If you're going to sell me something, just call it what it is. Most comfortable couch ever. Boom. I'm sold. I don't need any bells and whistles or special you colors. You know what that means. You've got it I know it down. exactly what you're saying when you say most comfortable couch ever. Okay. Right? Poop like a champion cereal. Google it. It's a real thing. But there you go. Ten best cereals to chow down on if you mm. need to go number two. Usually a cup of coffee and a smoke. Get the job done in the morning. If you're a smoker, obviously. Usually got things moving. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. 96 times a day. What do you do 96 times a day, Shaw? 96 times a day. Yep. Uh, rub my f- eyes, face. No, something. I'm supposed know, to do that anymore. Sort of tick, I know, but yeah, I'm guessing. I'm anymore. just supposed. Uh, 96 times. Ain't nobody got time. Can't for be that. blinking or swallowing because it's way more than that, Sean. Mm-hmm. Nope. And not, it can't be yawning because that's too many. 96 times a day, people do this. 96 times a day, Shaw. Uh, click their mouse. Incorrect, sir. Gene. Hmm. Well, I was trying to with the rubbing of the hair, face, nose, eye, something like that. Ninety-six Some, times a day, Shaw. What scratch do you do? something. <laughs> uh, clear your throat. Uh, ninety-six times a day. Ninety-six times a day, Shaw. What do you do? Ninety-six times a day. Hopefully, not go to the bathroom. That would no, be no, a bad no, day. No, 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 no. That colon blow right there. <laughs> Just stay in the stay in, in the stall and eat it right there, Shaw. <laughs> Don't even leave the Walk stall. Walk into a room and forget why you're there. Yeah, <laughs> that number keeps going up. No, I, check your phone. Ooh, ding, 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 ding. We your phone. have a winner. Nice. Yes. Check your cell phone 96 times a day. Oh, my goodness. I just don't stop checking it. I just leave it on the whole time, Shaw. And then I. Then but it's you, just, you mean look to see if anybody's. it's one long check, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I'm just constantly looking at it. Uh, not surprising, though, but a uh, tech company says that Americans check their phones 96 times a day, which is about once every 10 minutes that you're awake, huh. uh, which is up 20% from a similar poll in 2017, Shaw. So we're getting more and more obsessed with yeah. our phones. Uh, but might not be a bad thing, however. Uh, nearly half of Americans say their smartphones help them achieve more work-life balance, not less. Right? That opportunity to check in with a text message or maybe a TikTok video. Yes, or, you stay connected quickly. Or maybe a, a quick uh, round of Candy Crush or whatever that might be. Might uh, be able to keep you connected uh, to a work-life balance better than uh, not checking your phone. So, 96 times a day, huh. though, Shaw. I'm guessing you're on the bottom end of that curve. Probably. You check it when I send you text messages, though. Pictures of my feet. I know you see those. 
usually re- respond to those. That's nice. Oh, yeah, thanks. Always good to hear from you after <laughs> I send you a nice little pic. 96 times a day. That's a lot. That is a lot. Again, just leave it on the whole time, and then it doesn't feel so bad. <laughs> you just look at it, and you're like, oh, okay, still on. No text. It'll be all right. Job well done. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. The Morning Sickness with Brian and Gene. And another Brian joining <clears throat> us on the phone right now. Brian Syme, who is a third grade teacher at Holman. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, school is back. Have the kids been well behaved so far? Or what's going on? Or has <laughs> things been wild? <laughs> They are doing wonderful. They're happy to be back. We're happy to be back. You know, it's just it's a good situation. Get back in a get back in our groove. Get back in our routine. Doing what we all love to do. You know what well, else is a good situation? The weather forecast for Saturday. That's why we're talking to you. You've got a color run event going on, and we'll learn more about that. But look, you guys at need any Saturday. green? By the way, you need any green? We got like seven cases of green dust in our basement that we use that we had to buy in a, in a minimum quantity, and we didn't need all that much, so we got some leftover. If you guys are looking for green. We would gladly take green. We'll take it. <laughs> well, the Color for Kindness run is this Saturday. And tell me uh, why this event is happening there. It's a tragic story, obviously, but out of that is silver lining, if you will. Right. Um, Kevin Romanowski was a 16-year-old boy who had um, suffered from depression and bullying. And he ended up taking his own life on February 17th. 2016 at the age of 16. From that, his parents and us decided that we needed to do something to try to help other people, not just kids, but anybody that suffers from mental health or suicide prevention, bully-free community. And so we decided to create Kevin's Legacy Foundation and trying to raise money. At the time, we were helping the um, Holman Area Community Center to raise money to get a, a room named in Kevin's honor. And so the Boys and Girls Club now has taken over part of the building, and we have a name there. So we've raised over $50,000 so far, one for the room, and the rest we're putting towards, we're raising money now towards a scholarship fund to go to those entering the mental health field so that we can try to help anybody else. One one family going through a loss of a life is too many. So that's our goal is to raise as much money as we can to put so others can be helped so they don't have to go through the same situation the Romanowskis have gone through. And now, the, the color run is this Saturday. So tell me about the event itself and how I can get involved and help out. Um, if you go to active.com, you can sign up there, too. It's a 5K run walk. Um, it is a powder event, so we throw powder at you as you go down the trail. We start at the Halfway Creek um, Trail head at the shelter and um, at the Halfway Creek park behind like the Holman locker plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go down, it's a 5k, so three point some miles. Um, we have beads on the way. There's cheerleaders on the way. Um, it's our fifth annual. So we've got a couple different things that we're going to do. We have a silent auction to raise money. Also in the morning from eight 30 to 10 30, we'll be serving breakfast, the pancake breakfast at the Holman American Legion right across the parking lot there also. Now, people can go on Facebook. We are going to share this on the Rock Foundation page as well. But if you just search Color for Kindness 5K Walk, it should pop right up. There's, a, uh, of course, a, a website, kevinslegacy.com as well, if you want to find out more there. But it's this Saturday in Holman, the uh, Kevin's Legacy Color for Kindness 5K. Brian, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to join us, and I hope it's a great success out there on Saturday. Thank you very much. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. What are you doing? What? Did, did you just double dip that chip? You double dipped the chip. Double dipped? What, what, what are you talking about? You dipped the chip, you took a bite, and you dipped again. <laughs> so? That's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip. From now on, when you take a chip... Just take one dip and end it. Oh, I'm sorry, Timmy. But I don't dip that way. Oh, you don't, huh? No. You dip the way you want to dip. I'll dip the way I want to dip. Give me the chip. Hey, hey, hey. Give me, give me the chip. <laughs> Morning sickness, Brian, Gene, and Scott Robert Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom. And regardless of how we feel about our favorite dips, I think we can all agree that at a party... It is somewhat of an etiquette faux pas to double dip a chip. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, Shaw, where you're putting a chip in your mouth and then you're putting yeah, no, no. that broken part of the that. chip back into the dip. Don't do that. 
At least don't let anybody see you doing that. But uh, according to a recent survey, Shaw, do you want to take a stab at what our favorite dip is in America? Uh, I'm going to go French onion. I'm going to go salsa. Gene, you got it. Yep. I don't consider salsa. I was going to say, dip. I don't consider that a dip necessarily, but. Yeah. I don't consider it a dip, Shaw. However, if you Google what is a dip, it's going to be there. A thick sauce in which mm-hmm. pieces of food are dunked before eating. It's too universal, it's everywhere. I would put salsa in its own category, personally, Shaw. Yeah, me too. Much like is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Yes, there's bread. Yes, there's meat. There might be condiments similar to a sandwich, but a hot dog is a hot dog. It's not a sandwich. I wouldn't say, hey, give me a hot dog sandwich, right? <laughs> when I say sandwich, what's the first thing that pops into your head? It's definitely not a hot dog. I it might know, be last on the list. There's lots of things that fall like that. Euro too. A right? hot dog is closer to a taco than it is to a sandwich. Anyway, you're getting off on the dip. You got to get back to the dip. I'm just saying, in terms of salsa, like I would rule salsa out. I would not consider salsa a dip. It's delicious, but you mix it with Velveeta and then you've got a dip. Yes, you put cheese in it. I think cheese is a key factor here. Not in every dip, but in most dips. Uh, Salsa number one, according to a recent survey of America's favorite dip, Shaw. Uh, Followed by guac, just regular old guacamole. Queso. Now you're talking. Hot cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Spinach artichoke. That's delicious. Again, hot cheese. And, and and the other thing about it is how often do you eat artichokes? Almost never. Right. But a spinach artichoke dip? Now you're talking my language. French onion falls in uh, at number four on the list, and then hummus at number five. Huh. Hummus is very popular. I guess I've never thought of it as a dip. I, I think of dip as something you make. Yeah, no, I, again, no. a dip is a dip is kind of subjective. No. I wouldn't put salsa in there, but hummus. Eh. I, By the I, way, I now we're starting to get into the the, the big stuff here. Uh-huh. Now we're getting into the real heavy hitters. This stuff at the beginning, I don't know, popularity. Maybe it's just the first thing that popped into people's minds. I don't know, but buffalo chicken dip. Uh, is that next. was going to be one, my, one of mine. Top, probably top five. Now you know me, Shaw. Love that at a party. Not a fan of spicy. Love foods. that mm-hmm. at a party. But if I'm at a party or if, oh, and I see some, I'm oh, getting some. Man. I love it. That grease, that oh, red no. grease on oh, top of the cheese. And the, oh, my goodness. Uh, that's number six. Seven-layer dip at number seven. I'm not a big fan of, of seven-layer dip. I'll be honest. Uh, too much. I it's, it's sometimes too heavy. You get the lettuce and the olives and all, and it's good. It's delicious. But uh, sometimes it, the chip can't really support all of that stuff. You know what I mean? Bean dip at number eight. Pizza dip at number nine. And then pimento cheese dip at number 10. Mm. See, that's like a spread. That's not a dip. It's a spread with cheese, pimento peppers, mm-hmm. mayonnaise, garlic, and spices. Um, Alton Brown, famous chef, said a uh, dip is defined based on its ability to, uh, quote, maintain contact with its transport mechanism over three feet of white carpet. <laughs> so basically it's, can you get it into your mouth right. before you spill it on the floor? Right. Now for my money, Shaw. I'm going to tell you about my top dips, and you All can right. go to the you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to read more about this uh, survey of America's favorite dips, along with my favorite dips. And I know this is plain Jane, but French onions top of my list, Shaw. You, you can't beat it with a bag of chips, Lay's, Ruffles, whatever it you is. Make your own, or you just go from the. Uh, I top I, of the store. I enjoy some make your own with yeah, the Lipton. The, you get the Lipton yep. cup of soup, you know, cream. whatever the, mm-hmm. the and sour cream and mayonnaise. You mix that all together. You got yourself. Because you good... can get it just as oniony as you want it to be. Oh man, so you put two packets in with the same <laughs> recipe. Oh, you double up on the onion. God damn! I wouldn't suggest that. God damn! Now you're talking my language. I feel like the stuff at the store, whatever it is, Rick's or is it Rick's? Dean's. Or... Dean's. Dean's. Mm-hmm. Dean's not oniony enough. As, in my opinion. Oh, that's a staple at our house. I we have, Westby, it in the fridge. have you tried the Westby cream? We have room? it in the fridge. We do Dean's, but... Uh, yeah, the Westby's better, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it's not oniony enough. I'm a, I'm a double onion kind of packet guy. Uh, but French onion right on the top of my list. Yep. Goes well with just about any kind of chip, Shaw. Even a even a, even a a like a Tostitos chip or whatever. You know what I mean? Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. Number two might surprise people, and I mentioned this earlier, but you give me a good buffalo blue cheese chicken dip, Shaw. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. hot, cheesy, chickeny, that grease layer. I love that grease. It just tells you something. It tells you everything you need to know. You get that heat of the buffalo chicken with the creaminess of the blue cheese. It's delicious. Uh, next on my list. 
And it should come as no surprise if you know me, Shaw. Uh, a Reuben dip. Have you ever had a Reuben dip? I have not. No. Oh, it's basically a Reuben I sandwich in a, in a casserole. You take some corned beef, you take some sauerkraut, you take some Swiss cheese and some cream cheese, and, and you kind of blend it all together, and, it, and you melt it, and it's all gooey, and then you use rye chips, Shaw. As opposed to regular nice chips. Nice sturdy chip for that yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, very sturdy. You got to be careful. You crack a tooth on some of them. <laughs> brutal. But uh, a hot Reuben dip, I learned about that from our friend Chris Nandori years ago. Uh, if you don't have corned beef, you can use uh, chopped beef, I guess. I would rather just go with uh, the, the Reuben beef, the corned beef. Uh, another one on my top five, Shaw, is the Velvet Elvis dip from Buzzard Billy's over at the Starlight mm-hmm. Lounge of Buzzard Billy's. It's a classic cheese dip with sausage. Usually you get like a spicy Italian mm-hmm. sausage. Diced tomatoes, green chili peppers, very simple. Just the right amount of heat. And uh, you got that. Oh, I could eat that with a spoon like a soup. I don't even just get out of here with the chip. Just save me the trouble and just spoon it into my fat face. Also, Shaw, beer cheese soup dip. How can you go wrong with that? The beer cheese dip. I'm sure you've had it. I'm not sure if I have. I love beer cheese soup. Well, it's, I guess I I misspoke. It's beer cheese dip. Okay. It's like a cream cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheddar, I know what you mean. The, yep, the, yep. The, 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 the like, uh, it's got cream cheese, cheddar, yeah, yeah. scallions. Yep, 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 yep. But uh, there you go. Some of our favorite dips. Shaw, you've got uh, French onion. You, you mentioned that earlier. Well, I just thought that would be the most popular. It just okay. seems so common. But, uh, I'm, I, you know, a taco dip is good with the, I like the taco you know, the layer dip. of yes, cream cheese like and the that. salsa yeah. and then the uh-huh. onions and olives and lettuce and all that. Um, I've been eating a lot of dill dip. I'm really in love with the festival dill dip and some carrots. That's a dill, nice little yep. snack. Nice little dill dip yeah. with, uh, you know, with carrots or celery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, um, I, I make my own shrimp dip. Oh, um, so how when come I, we've never had it? Oh, what's the deal here, you son well, of a I, bitch? I, Why are you holding I, on? I made, I made some steaks and shrimp uh, over the weekend, and I always make a couple extra shrimp so that I can make shrimp dip. So I just take and mix it with cream cheese, um, a little bit of ketchup and horseradish to kind of simulate the whole cocktail, shrimp cocktail thing, and a little salt and pepper, and then put it on a cracker. I like shrimp. Brian, don't you like shrimp? One of your favorites. I like shrimp. I would love for Shaw to bring in something. Well, I will make some. All right. Gene? This is tough for you. No, I, when you asked originally, I would probably, I mean, buffalo chicken dip is one of those ones where you have to work to make mm-hmm. it as opposed to just opening up the, the sour cream and onion that's in the refrigerator. So that would be one of my top ones. I do like a good taco dip, too. I don't know. That's that, probably buffalo chicken because it's just special. You know you're at a special event, Shaw, when right. you've got that crock pot of that hot buffalo chicken dip. I think we can all agree that uh, dips are delightful. They're wonderful, Shaw. A chili cheese, you, know, you mix the Velveeta oh, yeah. and the salsa and maybe some... I over-hummused myself. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I would it can happen. Every day after years after work, like that snack with a couple pita chips, mm-hmm. and I and I, not that I still don't like it, but it, it's rare okay. now. I can't. I over-hummused. Guacamole, <laughs> that's delicious, too. That'd be mm-hmm. one that in my top. Yeah, that's, that's in my top. That's in my top Justin, five. by the way, texted in on the rock line, said, you got a recipe for that Reuben dip. Yeah, if you go to the morning sickness page at 957therock.com, you'll see it says hot Reuben dip, and it's in red. If you, if you click that, that's a hyperlink. It'll take you right to a nice recipe for a hot Reuben dip. It's delicious. I love it. Uh, but again, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a little bit more labor intensive mm-hmm. than some of the dips that are out there. Doc and his fat ass texted in and said, add onion soup to the Dean's French onion. Freaking awesome. Oh, nice. Uh, Morgan says, Brian, if you haven't already tried Dean's French onion with bacon or add bacon to your own, you're welcome. Uh, I uh, Wally Wilbur says, Shaw's shrimp dip. Make it a great day. Uh, 95.7. So apparently he wants some of your shrimp dip as well, Shaw. I'll see what I can do. Why are you holding out on this? I'm not. <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I pity the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock, your chance to win my very own morning show money, which I keep safely tucked away at GECU, the friendly credit union. 
Don't forget, not open next Saturday because of the fest parade. Oh, Maple Leaf. That makes sense. Yeah, they're open this Saturday. Usual hours drive through, obviously, but uh, next Saturday, taking a timeout. Probably going to be a parking lot full of drunk people. No. <laughs> Shocking, right? 608 784 is the number. Who this? This is Chris. Chris, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, I am. All right, Chris, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or is he not going to know the movie quote? I have faith in him today. You're saying yes. You think Shaw's going to know yeah. it. So you and Gene both think Shaw's going to know it. Ten bucks up for grabs. My morning show money. What are you going to do if you win, Chris? Uh, donate it to the Rock Foundation. Look at this guy. All right. Well, thank you, Chris, and uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. Wow. I am completely funding the Rock Foundation at this point. <laughs> it's just me and my money. Unless... You don't know the movie quote, Shaw, and and if that's the case, then it doubles to twenty dollars next week. If not, then ten bucks of my morning show money again for like the fifth straight right. week goes into the Rock Foundation fund. Okay. Okay. Listen closely. It's short. It's not very loud. I'll tell you that. Bit of a whisper. So listen Uh-oh. closely, Shaw. Okay. I think you'll recognize the voice though. He didn't know. Oh man. Huge moment in the movie. You want to hear it again? Yeah, I better. All right. He didn't know. Oh, boy. Good luck, dude. Sorry. Yeah, no kidding. Shaw? <laughs> what? You want to hear it again? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Listen closely. He didn't know. Do you hear what he's saying? He said he didn't, didn't know. know. That's correct. He didn't know, Shaw. No. Well, didn't he know? Who didn't know it? Who didn't know what? I don't know. You recognize the actor? <laughs> no, I don't. Who didn't know what? What didn't they know? I don't know. Let's hear it one more time, Shaw. I don't know, Shaw. He didn't know. He didn't know. Huh. Sounds like a scary movie. You don't know. Uh, I don't know if I would say scary. Maybe more suspenseful mm. than scary. But, well, uh, that helped. Right? I, I don't know if you'll get it, though, he Shaw. He didn't know. I, I won't get it. I'll say that. <laughs> I okay. have no clue. You want to give it a shot? Sure. Why not? Um, Halloween 4. Oh. Ooh. I don't even know if they made Halloween Oh, They did. There's okay. like 19 of them, Shaw. Do you want to hear another part of that movie that might be a dead giveaway? Yeah. All right. This, why this, don't you give me that one? This quote's because <laughs> I didn't want to... I didn't want I you've been you've been scoring too okay. much, all right? All right. I all right. had to limit your scoring. Okay. All right, Shaw, seriously, had to put you on timeout. Playing defense here. Huh? All right, seriously. It's twenty bucks next week. Sorry, Chris. I appreciate the effort. Thank you for calling in. But you and Gene were wrong. Shaw did not know the movie quote. Many people yelling at their radios right now, though, they know this quote very well because it's a very important point of the movie right at the end when Brad Pitt wants to know what's in the box. Oh gosh. Oh, over there. I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, baby. It seems that envy is my son. Oh, what's in the box? Mm-hmm. What's in the fucking box? I think yeah, we know was, what was in the box. We do. That was. It was. A, oof, that movie was tense. His wife's head, and Brad Pitt found out, courtesy of Kevin Spacey, that his mm-hmm. wife was pregnant. That she begged for her life and the mm-hmm. life of her unborn child. Oh, that was just and Brad Pitt's reaction very difficult to watch when he finds out. Through Kevin Spacey, that his wife was pregnant, and then Kevin Spacey says, oh, he didn't know. <laughs> Shaw, oh, man, I really thought you might get that one. Again, a very suspenseful part of that movie. Not a not a horror movie, technically, no, but it was, uh, suspenseful thriller. Yeah, very suspenseful. And uh, uh, just a pivotal, pivotal moment in that movie, Shaw, right there at the end. And then he unloads on him with that. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. The anxiety of going back into the office is real. And there is one symptom that some people are particularly worried about as a result of having to go back to work at the office. Toilet stuff. Poo paranoia, yes. After enjoying the freedoms that come from working from home, including being able to poo peacefully in the comfort of our own toilets, it seems readjusting our bowel patterns upon the anticipated office return is a big concern, according to a new study. They talked to about 2,000 adults in the UK. They found that 18% said their most pressing back-to-office concern was going to the bathroom at work. So if you're feeling that poo paranoia, you're definitely not alone. 
Uh, people, according to the study, go to some great links to avoid pooping in the office bathrooms. Not me, man. I love pooping. I know there. you do. You're very proud. 18% said they would hold it in all day. What? Yes. That's insane. Well, that's not good That's for how you. you damage your body. Can't you go home for lunch? 28% have <laughs> snuck off to another floor of the building, and 18% admitted to going home in order to use their own bathroom. Snuck off to it. So they're not upset about pooping at work. It's just, just the not the one where everybody is. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess. Why would you sneak off to another? There's bathrooms up there that people Maybe they're less traffic yeah, That could be. Unless it's just a... Right. Oh, my goodness. One demographic is affected more in particular, and that's women. 67% of women said they were uncomfortable pooping at the office. Perhaps this is because women are also thought to be uh, disproportionately affected by... Disappork? Sorry. The social anxiety <laughs> condition sometimes referred to as shy bowel syndrome. Why are you going to hold it all day? How are you going to do that? I get, like, you know, an emer- you got a turtle head poking out. You don't want to have it out of your but you hold it. But, man, if I got to go, I'm going. I'm not. I don't mm-hmm. care. And uh, this one, this is going to rank right up there. And let me just say before we begin, don't ask me any questions because okay. I don't have the answers. Oh, okay. here, they come. here come the questions. I know. Rapid I've, fire. I know. A team of doctors have documented what oh, they have called this a, is the butt guy, right? a yep. curious all case right. of yep. rectal ejaculation. This guy's farting out of his butt, but he's... No, he's farting out his wiener, but he's he's but ejaculating he's out just, his anus. Stop now. Yes. A 33-year-old oh, man went to, no. to get... <laughs> okay. He is. Do you want me to finish the story? Yes, I do, but I've got a lot of questions. I don't have any answers. All right. Okay. The man finally went to a doctor after five days of pain in his testicles. This turned out to be the latest in a long line of problems in that general area. For the past two years, he had been passing gas in his urine urinating fecal matter so things got twisted and passing a substantial amount of urine and semen from his rectum and And there isn't even a fancy medical word for that that's how rare it is is it just leaking out all the time they confirmed the presence of a abnormal passageway between the urethra and rectum which uh, allowed the various fluids and solids to pass damn near apparently two years earlier Around the time he started feeling symptoms, he had been in a coma following cocaine and PCP intoxication. And during that hospital stay, he was fitted with a catheter. And they think that's when the injury was well, the catheter likely the caused. And it was allowing, was the semen just coming out like all the time? I don't know. Brian, again, stop with the questions. But, but when he walked, he got a little The excited, patient has man. recovered. That's good news. Yeah. Uh, although they say that you should always seek medical attention if you start passing wind from your penis, peeing poop or Dude. pooping pee. Or ejaculating out of your anus. Anything goes wrong in that section, Shaw, that little, like, one-foot section from the waist down to about the mid-thigh. Uh, Anything goes wrong, I'm immediately uh, in the hospital for that. I'm not uh, waiting around for two years or five uh, days or pain in my testicles or any of that stuff. Uh, I told you this before. Uh-huh. That's an immediate seeking attention uh, sort of issue. Uh, so did he have to get excited before? Oh, man. It was, Dude, like, I he, can't. You should see my face right now. <laughs> It's bad. Where was this? In the Philippines or I something? I don't even this remember where. where I don't know where it was. <clears throat> he was peeing fecal matter out his yeah. pee hole, huh? Yeah. Ooh. He's farting out of it. He was farting in uh-huh. his... his, his that doesn't... Ch- his man cheddar on, man. was coming out. Come on, man. His special sauce and lettuce cheese was all mixed up. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, you got to bring out change underwear oh, everywhere man. you go with that kind yeah, of problem. Yeah, you do. Stuff. That's you're wearing some like feminine products in there. You're, yeah, you you got to do diaper. something. You got a diaper. You you're doing wear, something. You diaper it. You got to depends that coming out your anus. What are you strong. wearing under your pants? I don't know. It depends. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of things. I'm just making sure things are coming out. They're coming out of everywhere, Shaw. Oh don't man! Don't get me too excited. Don't show me that. Oh, do not oh. make. If I get the stomach flu, I am screwed. Oh, man. I don't know what's going anywhere. <laughs> What do you do when you have diarrhea, Shaw? <laughs> Who knows? Touch Who knows? Uh, oh, man. It could be leaking out of his ears. You don't even know. Where's it going? <laughs> I blew my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's all rewired in there. It's crazy. I tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to print that story. I'll bring it with me if I ever get a surgery again. Make sure the catheter thing. Right? I don't want to have this problem. If I wake up and I'm and I'm, yeah. and I'm make peeing, sure you do it right. And I'm peeing poop. We're gonna have some serious mm-hmm. lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Serious lawsuits. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Good news with Slayer only on ninety-five-seven. The Rock. Good news with Slayer. Weekday mornings just after 7 a.m. Hopefully it puts a smile on your face. 
I know somebody who's got a smile on their face. It's this kid, this three-year-old girl who got her head stuck. The police come and fell my head out with a big, heavy tube. My sergeant who was with me came walking up and had our rand that we use for knocking doors open. And he had a great idea of putting it perfectly in between the railing. We were able to pry the uh, railing apart just enough to, to have her take her head out. Yeah, it's uh, Sergeant uh, Michael Marquez and Officer Jordan Kyle who showed up to get this girl's head. Out of what? Out of a rail. You know how kids are. Oh, they get yeah, their really? stuck. So a couple of railings at an apartment complex in Boulder, Colorado. This three-year-old girl got her head stuck. So the police came when they called 911. And instead of using the battering ram to knock down the door to get criminals that are hiding out, they used it to kind of pry the bars open. They wedged it between the two of the bars, pried it open a little bit so she was able to pop her head out. The girl was amazed and relieved that the police got her out. So when a news anchor showed up and asked her what she wanted to be when she grew up, she said, a silly witch for Halloween. (laughs) Kids are focused on one thing at a time, lady. I don't care about growing up. Halloween is in like one month. I don't care about growing up. I care about (laughs) Halloween and some candy. I just want to be some silly witch. That's all I want to be. But uh, yeah, freeing that toddler. The butter didn't work. The dish soap didn't work. But the battering ram apparently got the job done this is a pretty cool story out of seminole county florida hashtag florida man is usually something funny and weird but these are actually a bunch of hashtag florida men who showed up and saved the day we had had a really rough day and honestly the thoughts that kind of went through our head were okay well yes our day was rough at work but could be much worse so no all we were trying to do is just someone needed some help more just because the back tires were also flat on the cart uh kept shorting out and the motor kept trying to stop the wheels so every 10 feet or so we had to stop and try and put it in neutral and keep pushing it Four young men in Seminole County, Florida, helped an elderly woman at a crosswalk. She was in an electric scooter. Got stuck. It had broken down, and it was raining out, pouring, actually. So they helped push her home. It was only about three blocks away, but the chair's wheels, as you heard there, kept locking up. The sidewalks were slick, and it was actually uphill. So it's like your grandfather's story about, remember when I used to go to school, <laughs> walking uphill both ways in the snow? It was like that. Uh, these four guys say they were just looking out for a neighbor. There was some pictures and video captured by a woman who works at the nursing home where this lady in the scooter li- uh, lives, and uh, this woman works there, and she was capturing it, and uh, the news sh- uh, stopped by and did an interview with the guys. But uh, everybody wanted to remain anonymous. But uh, four guys, Aww. just good Samaritans out there, seeing a lady that needed some help, and they pushed her and her cart up the road, and, I helped her get home in the rain. Job well done. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. You think it's odd that I, I play Candy Crush in the bathroom, Shaw? Yeah, Well, not odd, I guess, but I'm not one to take my phone in the bathroom. You realize that now you're in the minority. Probably, When yeah. it comes to this, right? Probably. Like the majority of people are bringing their phones in there and they're, they're doing something. They're emailing answering text messages, playing video games, whatever it is. That's multitasking right there. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in there 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is it uh, takes to get the job done. And, you know, there's nothing to read in there, right? A lot of guys uh, in, back in the day would just read the newspaper mm-hmm. or Sports Illustrated or whatever. But now we got these phones. We can just be in there playing Candy Crush. But you think it's odd. Well, I guess I don't think it's odd. I just don't. It's not for I mean, you. It's not my thing. Yeah. So you just sit there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think and that's thinks. hot. You just sit there and, and think. That's it. You don't read. You don't. What, uh-huh. You don't whistle. You don't. You don't. You're not making. You're not spend a lot of time in there, Brian. I'm. You know. Well, I don't want to spend a lot of time in there either. But I'm just saying, while I'm in there, you know, it's it's just kind of downtime. I might as well be doing something. Okay. Why are you so defensive about this? I'm just wondering what's going. Like I, I just I find it odd that you. What do you do? You just sit there and think, or do you? Are you like conjuring I go up about my business and then I leave? But what are you what are you doing while you're sitting there? Let's Working say you on got his five business. <laughs> you're just thinking I'm about. Very focused. All right, that's <laughs> very intense. I'm getting. <laughs> 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 get it out. Gotta get it out. Well, there was a, a recent uh, survey of people and their unusual things that they do in the restroom. Shaw things mm. that are not uh, usual. Okay, and you would con- you would consider my habit of. Playing Candy no, Crush. I, would, I, I agree. You're probably in the majority. So not necessarily unusual. I would consider unusual. just sitting there unusual. Like, I would feel out okay, of place. you made your point. Okay, oh, so I, what are the other unusual things? Uh, so these are, are common unusual things that we do in the bathroom. Uh, more and more people are using the bathroom as a way to escape during the pandemic from whatever pressures <laughs> they're, you know, to go living with. And uh, uh, hanging stuff up to dry. 
like a bathing suit on your shower curtain rod is number 10, yeah, which... That's not weird. That's where you hang it yeah, to dry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, this one is, is strange. You go into the bathroom to have your coffee or tea. No. No. I think, I'm taking food in there. I think maybe take away the, 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 the coupling of the act of going to the restroom, like making... Yeah, you know, am I putting my makeup on? Because I'm having a cup of coffee in there uh, in the morning right. show. I think, or I'm I taking think, a bath, maybe a cup of tea. I get that. I think it's uh, it's not necessarily sitting down on the toilet while having tea or coffee. I okay. think it's more like You're doing in that room. in the bathroom. Yeah, like my wife will be putting her makeup on and she'll have a cup of yeah. coffee with there her. There you yes. go. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, having coffee or tea, number nine. Beer made the list as well. 25. <laughs> shower, beer. shower beer. <laughs> shower beer is a thing, Shaw. Shower beer is definitely a thing. Probably going to happen this weekend. Uh, this one, number eight, uncommon, or these are common, unusual things that we do in the bathroom. Falling asleep in the bathtub. First of all, I don't take baths. Mm-mm. I got a hot tub for that. But you could see how that could happen if you were to do that. By the way, falling asleep on the toilet made the also list of number 33. <laughs> if you just got falling a real, asleep. If you got a real girthy uh, bastard in there, Shaw, it'd take you a couple minutes. Nap. I don't Little know if nap. I can fall asleep during that, Shaw. That's, a, that's an activity that's that... That's not being focused. No. <laughs> Uh, number seven, these are, again, common, unusual things that we do in the bathroom. Okay. Washing your dog. Eh, it's happened. Tub, yeah. I've given baths to the dogs in I there. I would consider that a usual thing. You know what I mean? Where else do you wash yeah, right. the dog? Uh, taking a phone call, number six on the list. Trying on new clothes. So you go into the restroom as, as opposed to the bathroom or the uh, bedroom? I guess. There's a mirror yeah, there. A big full-length mirror in there, sure. Hiding out in the bathroom to avoid people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. Especially if you have kids. Oh, Gene? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, got a lock. That's the only one with the lock. <laughs> that works, right? Exactly. That's a deal? It is the one, yeah. You got five minutes? Uh, number. Speaking of that, number three, sex in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. You can get started there. Right, Shaw? I could. I'm yeah. not going to judge. Sure. Right, Shaw? Get started there? I'm not judging him. Any room, really, in the house you could put on that list, mm-hmm. Shaw. It's- uh, number laundry. number two on the list of the unusual things we do in the restroom, uh, reading a book. I guess that's unusual. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I don't, what you, I don't know if that's unusual. Like you said, people oftentimes read magazines or something. Yeah. And uh, number one on the list, this one was interesting to me. Uh, the most common unusual things that we do in the bathroom is to uh, get away from people to cry. Just go in there and have a nice cry. Sean. Have at it. I just got to go in there and have a nice. That's happened here really at work. Nice cry. I can honestly say that more than once. <laughs> Wow. I wonder why, Gene. Maybe if you didn't take on so many tasks. Uh, that's been a long, long, long time thing. But there you go, Sean. Crying in the bath. <laughs> just sitting there, just doing doing what he needs to do, getting business done, and no phone, no no magazine, no book, no nothing. No, not even the pert shampoo bottle. You're just reading the directions on the back. I can't focus. I can't get it done if I don't have something to read or do when I'm in there, Shaw. Okay, well. If it works for you, good. Does that make me weird? Am I alone on no, that? No, I think a lot of people are like me. I agree. Where they have to have something to focus on while they're, you know, making in the toilet, making a BM. I don't know if I could. I, I feel out of place when I just have to sit. Like if I forget my phone in the studio or if I, there's not a magazine in there waiting for me, I feel very out of place. If I got to just go in there and be like, okay, well, I'm going to sit here and do this now. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend's. Finally, and I just asked Shaw what he was up to this weekend. He said he's hitting uh, the links with his kids. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, good weather. Perfect weather, except for the rain. Well, that's what's today, the deal? Though, what time it? is that at? Well, it's kind of confusing. The weather service says showers and thunderstorms likely. There's a 100 percent chance of ah. precipitation. Oh, okay. But it says then showers after 4 p.m. So I don't know if we're seeing showers and thunderstorms before four, or if none of it's coming until around four. But it looks more like. Late afternoon. Well, I guess if we wait around long enough, we'll find out, right? Right, exactly. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. It is Friday. Let's get out there and have some fun. I don't know what your plans are, but if you're looking for something to do, here's a few ideas. Warren's Cranfest, 48th annual food shopping marsh tours, right? You ever wonder what goes on in those bogs? You can find out. 
free event. Runs all weekend, 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. each and every day. And there's plenty to see and do for the entire family. As they say, it's going to be a very good time at Warren's Cranfest. Starts today, goes through the weekend, Shaw. Now, tomorrow, there's two great charity events. Normally, we focus on food and drinks and music and all that stuff. But there's two really big uh, charity events happening in our area tomorrow. Um, and you got your choice, or you can help uh, on, on both by going to the website. Uh, in Holman, we talked to Brian Syme earlier this week mm-hmm. about Kevin's legacy color run for kindness. There was a uh, young kid. Uh, in Holman, his name is Kevin Romanowski, and he lost his life to suicide in 2016. And for the last five years, they've been uh, doing events for him and in his memory and to help uh, prevent suicide. Yeah. Uh, it's on Saturday. It's tomorrow in Holman, 8.30 a.m. until 12.30 p.m., so right around noon. There's a pancake breakfast uh, from 8.30 till 10.30. The other activities begin at about 10 a.m. at Halfway Creek Park in Holman. There's going to be a silent auction, a bounce house for the kids, music. There's the 5K run walk, which begins at 11 a.m. You can register online or the day of the event at the event. And if you can't make it and you still want to help out, you can donate online. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com for more info on that. Kevin's Legacy Color Run for Kindness 5K. Uh, This kid was getting bullied so bad that he basically uh, took his own life, Shaw, and they're trying to prevent that from happening again. The other event uh, is another 5K, and this one is for the American Cancer Society. 16th annual Chaseburg Soul Burner. Tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. till 6.30 p.m. That's a long day. Down there in Chaseburg at the Village Park. Registration starts at 11 a.m., and so does the best ever chicken drive through chicken queue. Uh, there's going to be vendors, a health fair, a live dessert auction. Hello. Hello. What? <laughs> Uh, a bucket raffle, a wine cork raffle, a bounce house, face painting, live music, and a, and a ton of other stuff. Linda DeGarmo is uh, the contact person there, and I just saw on her Facebook page, she posted a whole a, a picture with a whole bunch of the raffles that they're going to be doing. These baskets are jam-packed with all sorts of goodies, Shaw. And if you want to join a team or donate, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. It is the 16th annual Chaseburg Soul Burner down there in Chaseburg on Saturday. And then on Sunday, have a hashtag Sunday Fun Day, Shaw. Get out. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, grab a couple of beers, maybe watch some football. And Mm -hmm. if you want to do something fun and different and unique on Sunday nights, get to the Muse Theater here in La Crosse. What are they doing? Our buddy Adam Palm, along with our former calendar girl, Joni, of Posh Fit Studios. Yes. Are holding an event called Rock and Pole. Featuring live music and pole dancing. You ever watch girls do pole dancing, Shaw? No, not really. Take some strength. Oh, a lot I of can strength. imagine. And we're talking pole dancing like the Olympic stuff, not like stripper stuff. Uh, Adam Palm, Michelangelo, Shell, Gus Prefontaine all performing live. And you can enjoy some live pole dancing from former rock calendar girl Joni, along with Annabelle Hayes and Katie Sutra from Posh Fit Studios. That's at 7 o'clock at the Muse Theater. And uh, you can find out more about that online at aroundrivercity.com. And as always, if you've got an event coming up and you want to see it on aroundrivercity.com, you can post it right there for free. For free. For free, Shaw. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can read about those three things. Uh, on our website, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com for more info. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.